0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card.
1: Hello, and welcome to Is This Good? The show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big wide world are good i'm matt austin and with me as always is production powerhouse jason doyle hello Hi, J.D. Thanks for coming today. And our next guest is, I assume, in full summer mode. We're talking no-show socks, patio beers at Halfway Crooks, pool parties with Jared, a daily rewatch of the 1986 BMX Classic Rad, a little pulled pork at Woods Chapel, some Al Pastor at El Tesoro, a Miller High Life on the front porch, Luna at his side, and even though there's nothing healthy about it, he probably has a tan. It's J.E. Skeets. Skeets, welcome back to Is
2: This Good? Yes, thanks for having me. I can say I've done about four. Four or five of those things you listed. So a few more to go here. Because uh, summer's just started. Off. Summer's just started, really, for uh, for the No Dunks crew. Yeah. A bunch of other people with kids are like, summer's over. Yeah, school started, and you're like, what? Not me. <laughs> to the pool. Uh,
1: and you also have been, haven't haven't uh, achieved your summer vacation. Your your summer trip.
2: That's right. That usually comes almost, dare I say, fall for me. Uh, mm. With the September. that's a nice tour season. starts to die down yeah weather on the continent as we say yeah that's right heat dome subsides that's that's (laughs) true i've actually got a wedding coming up in uh in windsor ontario i'm gonna do the old fly to detroit rent the car drive across can't wait to give that a go that hack yeah and uh then i'm going to toronto for a week a little bit later in the summer and then yes the uh big uh the big italian trip in the fall so i'm just getting started uh,
1: well, be careful on that flight to Windsor, because uh, from what I heard through the grapevine, you're having a little trouble with flights lately.
2: <laughs> yes, I have been. Uh, I'm on a bad run right now when it comes to flights being rerouted because of mechanical issues, uh, me just missing them because of uh, human issues. Uh, but I, I feel like we're going to be able to bounce back. In fact, I'm just getting them out of the way. All of these flight mistakes are uh, now, early, and then I'll be fine here for the rest of the summer. Okay,
1: so well, let's talk about that, because I know that you missed your flight from Las Vegas to Atlanta. Yes. I haven't heard you talk about it on no dunks. So, A, are you prepared to give an is-this-good exclusive? And B, could you tell us what
2: happened? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not the greatest story in the world. It was an early flight mm-hmm. from Vegas to Atlanta. Get the hell out of Vegas, that type How of How early flight. are we talking? It was an 8.30 flight. Uh, Okay. You know, and we've only been there a couple days. I know you're, like, struggling a little bit at times with, uh, you know, catching up on sleep and your sleep patterns and all that. Not really an excuse at that point, but we had a little too much fun on the Saturday night, I guess it was. And, uh, you know, the night turned into the early morning. The tables were hot, though. Here's the thing. The tables were very kind to me. My greatest, greatest night ever at the vegas blackjack table so huh? that played a part in it and so that's the good part of the story obviously the bad part is i was out <laughs> a little too late i got back to my room matt and i did the whole thing i was already packed obviously knew yeah. i had an early flight i had done all that done all my work and i was like hmm a couple hours talking like two or three hours here until i would have to like in theory get up and head to the airport and i did the whole like do i risk it <laughs> I and knew it. I, I seriously, is what I I was thinking, I was thinking it. I was, thinking it. I was like, do I risk it? I know it's a bit risky, but I could get two or three hours here. I'm ready to go. I'll just set the alarm. I'll bounce up, meet the guys in the lobby, and off we all go to the uh, airport early in the morning. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. But even I was like, oh, maybe I should just stay up and mm. go get a coffee or whatever, head to the airport early for crying out loud. Yeah. And uh, I obviously should have done that. I don't know still what happened with my alarm. It was set, and I think in my grogginess state. I think I did the old, like, reach over and turn it off. Uh, maybe thinking I snoozed. Maybe yeah. I i truly don't remember that, but I feel like that's must have what happened. Anyway, I woke up, and it was like, flight was gone. <laughs> and it was like, well, okay, now what? And then the worst part was, Matt, that everybody was trying to get out of Vegas that day Yeah. to at least fly back to Atlanta. So I'm looking at the next available flight. It doesn't show until the red eye that night. Ooh. So Sunday morning, 8.30 flight. Now we're talking like 10.30 at night. I book it immediately because I'm like, well, that's the next available one. And then I'm like, well, what do I do now? Do I go to the airport, play the standby game, try and get on something? Or do I just like, I guess, take advantage of another day in Vegas? I ultimately decided to go to the airport. And uh, I was... (laughs) Take advantage of another day in Vegas as if like you had still something. Well, at least like sit by a pool, meet up with somebody or do something. Like I should have because I was at the airport.
3: All day long. So you got on the flight that you scheduled. I got on the one that was the red eye, but
2: I went 0 for 4, I believe, on standby. And it was getting worse and worse. The first one at like 1030 in the morning, I was like the third person on the standby list. I was like, okay, maybe, maybe people are probably doing what I'm doing, missing their flights, whatever. Nope. Don't get on that. And as the day went on. It got worse and worse. Like, I was just getting bumped down the standby list. By the last one, at, like, let's say 6.30 in the afternoon, I was, like, 18th on the standby list. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm just getting on this red eye. So, yeah. But then I was terrified of sitting down in the airport, like, later at night. fall asleep. Because I was afraid I was going to fall asleep. (laughs) So, I did this weird thing. Well, not weird. I just, I walked the entire... Terminal. Mm. I just refused to sit down because <laughs> when I would sit down, I would start to doze off. I mean, I was exhausted and I'd been in an airport all day, and I was like, "There's no way I can miss another flight." Uh, and so I just kept walking. And people must have—I looked like the crazy person. Like I really did. And I was, you know, I just put the AirPods in and was just muttering to myself and stumbling around, walking around. But yeah, that's you went to Tom Hanks terminal mode. Yeah, I really did. I really, I really did. And uh, uh, oh, the Vegas airport. Oh, it's not a good airport. It's There's there. nothing. It's brutal. very small. It's brutal, yeah. So
1: when you're there, uh, like let's say the night before, I assume you're out till, what, 3, 3.30? 3. Yeah, 30? it
2: was like maybe 4, yeah. It was late. Okay, so you didn't yeah, have it was like 3:30, with four. you, you were, yeah. like,
1: you were like, hey, Tass or whoever, let's, let's keep going here so I don't have to go to sleep?
2: Well, that's the weird part. We all just sort of went back to obviously our rooms at some point. JD was long gone, I'm but gone. for most of us, yeah, definitely Tass. <laughs> We, J- we, J.D. was gone because he got he was
1: too drunk the night before at the fan meetup. Yeah. What was that the same night? Uh, that was the, the same, same night. night. That's oh, the same okay. Night. So you passed out well early. It was oh, yes. a long
2: day, a long you know evening, and then a long night, and then morning. Um, yeah, we all went back, and it was just like, okay, see you in a couple hours. Like sort of see you in the lobby type thing. And, uh, yeah, and I shouldn't have. I should have stayed up. Tables were hot. Should have kept going. Um, should have kept
1: going. Well, yeah. then the tables would have got cold. But can you square the circle sure. for me on something? Um, yeah. Did you notice how drunk JD was at the agent <laughs> dinner after the um, after the meetup? Because on this show, I don't remember. I guess it was last great beyond JD. Yeah, we talked about. Oh, maybe not everyone heard this then because it, uh, it, it was a Patreon only. only. Yeah, but basically, uh, the No Dunks guys had a meetup in Las Vegas, co-sponsored with the Athletics. Yep. So a lot of fans came, and then a lot of fans were buying you guys drinks. Yep talking from J.D.'s perspective, people were buying him beers and people were like, hey man, you want to do some shots? Suddenly, J.D. decided gin would be a good idea. Oh, see, I didn't know all this. Okay. Uh, Then after drinking uh, at that event, he goes to the restaurant where you're meeting with your agent. Yeah. Maybe gets a drink there to start. Sure. Is pulling on it, realizes I'm way <laughs> too drunk and just leaves without telling anyone yeah. before the food has hit the table.
2: Yeah. Right after I'll, we ordered, uh, I
3: think. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I uh, would like to know if you noticed. Um, I I noticed <laughs> him leaving. Uh, I you know JD's uh you know <laughs> a pretty good drunk in <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah. Like you're not a sloppy no uh, drinker, but no. we had. Obviously, I had noticed because I was getting drinks at this athletic meet and greet too. And we had a couple of beer drinks, uh, uh, sorry, uh, pool drinks during the day too. Mm-hmm. And again, it was like the last day and it was all the work's done. Um, but no, I didn't like see him, like, yeah stumbling around the part i remember is like why do we have so much food (laughs) and i couldn't figure out like we didn't go crazy we didn't go ham on this order but jd was gone at this point so we were down a man Mm. and i just remember like trying to force feed myself it was the food was phenomenal (laughs) we're a best friend in vegas highly recommend it to everyone and uh i just remember like why do we have this much food it didn't make sense and but you know after piecing it together because he was gone that was why it was a big reason why, um, but no, I I, I didn't see uh, I didn't see you know crazy. No,
3: I wasn't crazy JD. I, I wasn't sloppy, but I was I could feel myself on the verge of becoming belligerent, which mm. happens when I when I drank gin. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to fight my <laughs> you can't agent spell tonight, belligerent you know? <laughs> without gin. Ah, I didn't right. maybe you can. It's I hard know, to say. I how didn't how to know. Spell. You
2: went to the gin side. Yeah.
3: Well, one of the some uh, one of the fans was like, I was like. I was getting bombarded with Guinness, which is always appreciated, always awesome, but it was just like, I can't I can't hold this much liquid in my body, so somebody said, hey, can I get you a drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure, uh, you know, uh, gin. I've, uh, every six months or so, I go, you know what? I could really go for a gin. I love gin and tonic. It's like a, a, one of my favorite cocktails. And uh it was at least a triple this guy handed me and then I had another one and then we had negronis at the bar in between dinner yeah. and which has gin in it and I was just like oh yeah cannot drink gin.
2: It was the classic um you know Vegas black hole of you d- of not knowing the time. Right. All this stuff even when I'm talking it out with you right now felt like it was much much later than totally. it was. But, like, the meet and greet it was early. 4 in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, dinner was, like, a reasonable, like, 8 o'clock type thing. And yeah. it was, like, that was the weird part. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Vegas, man. It'll get you.
1: Yeah, JD G- is a, a good... Inconspicuous drunk, let's say The yeah. uh, last time we had a live stream hangout Actually, and I'm about to announce when <laughs> the next one is JD texted me and said, sorry, man I said, why? What happened? He said, I went out today I didn't really realize I had a couple beers And I had another drink as the thing was going out I was so drunk, I'm sorry I was like, oh, I had I no, it, no idea I thought you were just not saying anything Which is... Also, a thing that do you not say anything, JD, so that when you're really drunk, you can just be quiet and no one will think that it's different than
3: regular. That's my general strategy for life: is just don't talk, <laughs> and people don't won't know how stupid you are. You know what I mean? Or. Right, or, and then yeah. and
1: then you wait till you have one trenchant thing to say, and everyone's like, "That guy doesn't <laughs> talk till he knows what he wants to say." That's exactly Very right. Very
2: smart. The, the the final part of you leaving the dinner, all I do remember is Tass yelling at some point, and I still can't remember if it was you actually leaving the table or him finding out through text or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <Then> later, text. <laughs> I just remember Tass yelling, "Come back! Come!" back! Back to the table. At <laughs> You again, you must have been. I, I guess, was a long guy by then. Yeah, I, I don't imagine. know. Maybe yeah. it was through the text or something. <laughs> he was sharing
1: it. Well, whether through uh, through anger, drunkenness, or diarrhea, we can never have a dinner in Vegas where someone yeah. doesn't leave to it wait. starts. <laughs> someone has to get up and leave before any real food is consumed. Yeah. Uh, all right, some quick housekeeping. Big news. It's the summer of dunks. What does that mean? Well, it basically means that we're going to have a No Dunks member on every week on Is This Good? Because it's the summer and they're not uh, doing much. And we're also going to be simulcasting the show. It'll be in our Is This Good feed. It'll also be in their No Dunks feed. Just so the No Dunks crowd can sample the wares. (laughs) And uh, then at the end of the summer when preseason starts or when, I don't know, we haven't figured out a date. Who cares? But towards the start of the next season, it'll go back to only being in the Is This Good feed. So listen to it wherever you want. Don't send me an email saying, where should I listen to it? I don't care, (laughs) unless you listen to both. Uh, But just listening, recommending, that'll be great. But we're excited to have a No Dunks fella on this summer. Uh, And as I mentioned earlier, join the Is This Good Patreon, patreon.com slash is this good. The monthly live stream hangout is this Thursday, July 27th at 8.30 PM Eastern. If you want to sign up for a free trial in the great or goat category, you can come. You can sample those wares. You can sample our live stream
3: wares. I promise sample I'll our talk more. Wares. No,
2: JD just promise to get drunk, and you'll get tons of people. Oh uh, yeah, up. I, yeah. Or Maddie O, that's what you should promise. You should say this: well, this coming Patreon hangout, I will be shitfaced. <laughs> sign up. <laughs> J-
1: JD should promise the regular level of drunkenness, but actually talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Hey, it's in my defense. There's a lot of chatter going on. It's mm-hmm. uh, It's you know the the pee hounds are there to to <laughs> chat amongst each <laughs> themselves. You know, it's like
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of free form. Conversation. We're of, not directing it. Yeah, that's exactly. the point you try, of it. But you can't. That's how casual and natural it is. Yeah, just a bunch of friends hanging out, yeah. Brady Bunch style. And can
2: I say mm. for all these uh, these hopefully or maybe new podcast listeners here in the No Dunks feed, catching a little is this good here? Uh, go subscribe to is this good on YouTube and wherever the podcast feeds cool. are or that you use, Apple, Spotify, wherever. Um, but also go back and listen to the uh, to the non No Dunky episodes. Because you're on fire, or you had been at least until me, with the guests. <laughs> Celebrity Hot Tub, credible ep. So good. Kelly Dwyer, I laughed out loud about 100 times, uh, especially when the guitar made an appearance. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, Very funny. So <laughs> emotional I, support guitar. You're on a roll. So, like, I mean, go back. Get, get in that old catalog and fire those up. You you. That's right. You that's through. right. If you
1: are a No Dunks person listening to this No Dunks feed, you have hours of summer entertainment. That's right. That's right. Sit on your porch and listen to some is this good? Right. And uh, buy some merch because there's short sleeve shirts you can wear them in the summer. There's hoodies you can wear that inside when it gets cold. It's it cold because the air conditioning. You go see the new Mission Impossible and you're cold. Oh. You wear the you, know, you wear the Is this good hoodie? Did you or go buy the No Dunks hoodie. Did you know, you go see buy it? some merch.
2: Did you see Mission Impossible?
1: Uh, no, I'm going to go this week though. Very excited. Okay, great. Very um, excited. And then do you, you have plans
2: it. for uh, Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer? Uh, Barbie couldn't give a shit. Probably will wow. see it why you're excited to see Barbie I'm surprised you're not I guess is what's fascinating well, why do you, why do you say that <laughs> because like this is it's like the most buzzed uh, like talked about anticipated movie of the summer basically and you have to be in the zeitgeist you have to know what the people are thinking and saying you have to form your own opinions so yes I'm shocked that you don't want to go see Barbie I don't get excited, but like, I mean, the hottest thing right now
1: is like Taylor Swift's tour. It's not like I'm going to that because okay. mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I think I'm going to use all my mold payout money to buy tickets to the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, send topics for a future show to gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Skeets. The premise of the show is very simple, especially for you because you've been on it. Yeah, we should. I should go back and figure out how many times you've been. This on This
2: has got to be five i think oh for sure we yeah. gotta sure. get, oh, get you
3: a jacket or something that's
2: right that's right i think i made that joke last time i was hmm. on the top and X you have to be the most partner. frequent
1: no dunky on this podcast i would say
2: i well, think so, yes so. besides yeah. jd yes
1: yeah, yeah that's true jd doesn't count jd is this good guy who freelances <laughs> oh, okay. on no dunks yes, <laughs> and
2: absolutely from the no dunks crew uh i i've been on this show the most so i know All how right. it works man jesus You know how it works. Here we go. Tim J asks, Company
1: outings, are they good? And he continues, Are company outings good? By this, I mean outings that are organized by your office and presented as an opportunity for staff to bond. For example, my work has gone bowling and soon will be going on a harbor cruise. To me, the downside is forced social interaction. The anxiety this causes leading up to the event, the cringe of coworkers letting loose, and in this specific instance, coworker karaoke. The upside is that you're not working and get treated to a well organized event with food, drinks, and the opportunity to make friends with coworkers. I see both sides and can't quite decide, so I leave it to you. Thank you, Tim J. So, Skeets, what say you on company outings?
2: It's a great email from Tim, right? Like, he really presents both sides of this, of this issue, of yeah. this question. It's like the pros and cons, and all of it added up to me. It's like, yeah, it can be fun, especially if you're not working. I think that's a key part here. These uh, company outings, they better be happening during company time. Mm. Mm. Don't pull yeah. the, uh, the the weekend getaway for crying out loud, or even like the uh, <laughs> meet up at night for bowling or something like that. Like <laughs> the the
1: WeWork summer camp.
2: Yeah, let's that that. I mean, because the one positive is, oh man, we're bowling right now. We were supposed to be in an office working right. away, but we're you know we're drinking some beers and hitting some pins. Uh, well, hold that on, Skeets. So then what about a Christmas party? That's not taking place.
1: I mean, there well, are the Christmas yeah. parties. It's like. The potluck lunch or the yeah. uh, 4 p.m. beer cart. But what about the one that's like the 7 p.m. in a bar, in a club?
2: Yeah, I guess you could make the case that those ones off of company time, like at night. I, nobody really wants the weekend, but let's say at night. You do bond maybe more, I think. Because mm-hmm. you're sort of like, it's you're not... You're not at work, for one thing, if you were doing a potluck or something like that. So you're seeing people out of maybe their work element and uh, in a different light, uh, which can be good or bad. Yeah. And that's what Tim's saying. It's like, you might like somebody at work, and then you could go, I guess, bowling with them or karaokeing <laughs> with them and hate them or dislike them, right? Right. I mean...
3: They're, they're, I had no idea Pam was so competitive. Sure, kind of
2: sure. Um, I, I'm torn on this one, man. It's I Boy I'm torn I'm honestly
1: torn on this one Okay but but let's say It is a thing Where you're going out And it involves drinking Which most of these do Sure Like First of all Let me jump in and say The harbor cruise That Tim is about to go on That one kind of sucks Because let's just say It's during office hours You
2: can't Get off you're, the cruise. You're, you're stuck. You're stuck. At least you, you, go, to, you uh, go to a restaurant, you go to a whatever bowling alley, you, in theory, could leave. <laughs> at your own yeah, court. you're yeah. Right, like, oh, i got to pick up the kids. Yes.
1: Or you just do a, a JD in Vegas, walk away from the right. table drunkenly.
2: Do you think JD but, would jump off a
1: boat and just <laughs> swim away? You're a good
3: swimmer. Yeah, I could. I would, maybe. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I do think that if it involves alcohol, it is fun. As long as you're not the person that gets the drunkest out of everyone. Because unfortunately, it is true that if you get really drunk and do something stupid, people will talk about it forever. They will never forget it. There's people at every place we've worked at together that have done something Mm. dumb, Mm -hmm. drunkenly at an event. And to this day, I could say to you right now and you would laugh. (laughs) Like if I said... Sliding into second. You know what I was talking about. Yes. And that was a guy that got really drunk and on the way back just kept sliding on a marble floor saying he was sliding into <laughs> Very funny though. Made me like a more. funny. Yeah. Very okay. funny. But I will say it's not like anyone went up to him and said, hey man, it was so funny when you were so drunk sliding through that marble hotel lobby I should say, like, you know, there's, like, those little diamonds in the marble, yeah. those little patterns. That's what he was sliding right. into. Yeah. But right. no one was telling him, like, man, you were the life of the party that night. No. It was just when Fair. he'd walk by, he'd be like, oh, yeah,
3: that's that that's the guy that got a <laughs> well, You are leaving out the part where he got really emotional and messy as well. That was the damper on the sliding in the second. Yeah.
2: It went from being really silly and fun and like, man, this guy's having a blast to like, whoa, dude, it's getting super heavy here, man. I don't know you that well. When we
1: were in Vegas, there was another person that we used to have to take these people movers, you know, these movators. What do you call those? It's like Uh,
3: walking side or it's like a treadmill sidewalk. Everybody knows. Yeah. Whatever. Moving
1: sidewalk. Yeah. And we were just on the moving sidewalk and that person was just slumped over, passed out on a bench on the other (laughs) side. It's like like slowly rolling by and he's just passed out. Uh, Or if you hook up like messily hook up Mm -hmm. at a, at a Christmas party, whatever kind of work party, Mm -hmm. because even if that happened five years before I started working there, and someone starts telling me that story, guess what? I want to hear it every time. I don't want to say, uh, no, I, you know what? Let's respect their privacy. That happened long ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, just tell me everything, every dirty, disgusting detail. I want to know. Right. Now, I, as a sophisticated person, I'm not going to really judge people for doing that. Right. right. Heck, sometimes I wish it was me. But, but if you think like, oh, I've, I'm hung over this morning. I wonder if I did anything weird last night. Eh, probably not. People are so busy with their day to day lives. They never spend time thinking about me and the crazy thing I did last night. We do, yeah. So that's the danger. That's the danger you have to know going into it. Uh, JD, have you ever enjoyed a company outing? Have you ever gone on a company outing? An
3: out, like an actual outing? Yeah, tons. Well, I, I'm,
1: I'm thinking about like I know at Turner, for instance, one year they took us to Top Golf.
3: Yeah, and you I,
1: definitely were not there. I skipped that one for
3: <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but I've been uh, I've been to many an outing. Uh, more more in the my restaurant years, you know paintball, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but you're
1: already sloppy and drunk as
3: a server in
1: that environment. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. you're always partying with those people, anyways. It's not like you're at a button down
3: corporate job yeah, exactly where right. you'd be letting loose. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great point. So, I guess the answer is no, other than, you know, work trips to Vegas where right. all these messy things can happen, anyways. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but well, not a. Your coworkers that's don't give a shit that you got so drunk you missed an important meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's right. It's every man for himself I guess we've learned. Totally. <laughs> You're not dragging uh, me down. <laughs> Cut bait. What do you think the people said,
1: Skeets? Good or not good? I think
2: it's going to be close because, like, I'm still deciding. I guess I'm almost leaning. I'm, I'm leaning towards good. I think they're good. I am. I am. They're good. Um, you know, of course, like. All these like fun like what we're forgetting is yes, there may be unfortunately there's going to be person X who was the sloppy drunk, who did something they shouldn't, who said something offensive, and that's bad for them. But it is a weird bonding thing for everybody else. And that's what you were saying, Matt. It's 100%. like, oh my god. And that like now that's always a thing for us. So that's that's fun. Uh so you know. Um unfortunately for that other person it's not. But uh I'm ultimately team good, and I think it's going to be you know, ballpark sixty 40, let's call it, for good?
1: Oh, you're right on the money, 60.4%. Wow, holy. So, yeah. There you go. Normally, I just ran down, so you're right on the button. 60% of people say company outings are good. But you, you do bring up a good point there, because is the bonding the harbor cruise, or is the bonding the next day, when you're talking about how crazy that one yeah. guy was? And is that is that any different really than the bonding everyone does about the office asshole behind the office assholes back
2: it's just it's new material yeah it's new material and you always need material new new location yeah and and generally the the reason it's going to be such a talking point is someone's surprising it's like wow didn't know they had it in them right 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 right, Yeah,
3: especially karaoke people let loose oh yeah go crazy it'll be it'll be great yeah uh, all right. Colin
1: S. asks, making bets that greatly alter someone's appearance for a long period of time. Is this good? So Colin gives some examples. Shaving a lush beard. I like he said, lush beard. Oh, lush. I assume, J.D., your beard qualifies as lush, wouldn't thank you, you. say? Oh, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, buzzing someone's hair, shaving off an eyebrow, et cetera. So Skeets, this one jumped out at me to ask you, because obviously you fought the pick, a, the pick and payoff wars. You've been through it, you know, when on your show our show basketball jones starters when someone would lose a month of pick and bets they would yeah. have to do something embarrassing and some of them would involve doing things that alter your appearance mm-hmm. and to my mind you were you were always willing you were like hurt me put you were literally begging us to put a shock collar on you <laughs> yes and electrocute yourself yeah. but if we said like. Could we shave your head? You'd be like, oh, well, absolutely no, not.
2: Absolutely not. I mean, I've told this story before, at least on No Dunks. Like, my buddy Brody in high school shaved my head with, like, a beard trimmer once. And I have, like, the grossest... Like, while you were sleeping, you mean? No, no, no. Like, I asked him to. It was, like, you know, a basketball thing. It's like, oh, let's try this out. I had long hair and uh, for whatever reason thought it'd be a good idea. And I just have, like, the ugliest shaped shaved head like (laughs) I have moles up there my head looks even smaller than it is like it was bad it was like I was like never again I hope to god I don't lose my hair because I am never shaving my head Mm. ever again so that's a big part of that part but like the reason I'd rather get like uh yeah locked in a box or you know the dog (laughs) shock collar or yeah run 10 miles while doing the show it's like it's over it's done right and
3: there's no scars.
2: It's it, well, hopefully not. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's it's 30 minutes of punishment or whatever, and then I can move on. But like the shaving an eyebrow or whatever, like that's that now I have that for weeks, and I've got to tell people about it, and, you know, and or I, or I'm like that conscious about. It. I don't even want to go out and see people, so that's why. Now all that to say, I think this is good because these are these are real stakes. Yeah, we're talking bets here. These are that's a damn bet. That's one I've, I'm obviously proving that I don't want to make half the time. But that's a good bet. Like, oh, we'll take your eyebrow off, shave your head, whatever. Shave your beard. Whew. That's good. How much money would you stake against that bet?
1: You know, in other words, like I say, um, okay, if I lose, I have to shave off an eyebrow. Okay. And if you... So that means if you lose, you shave off your eyebrow. And you go, Matt, I, I am into this bet. I like you being willing to shave your eyebrow. <laughs> right. But there's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> right. So how much money do you think you got to put up against an eyebrow shave?
2: Right. So you're... Um... Like an eyebrow, well, beard, beard, no problem. Like, beard, would you shave your current beard? Yeah, yeah, for for the right bet, for something funny. Okay, and you know, if your beard's on the line or whatever, you wouldn't baby. be happy about it. I wouldn't be happy about it. No. But a beard, I don't know that. Like, I lived basically my entire life without a beard until you know the last five years or whatever. Right. So that's not that big a deal to me. Um, but the head, oh man, we're talking like it has to be like fifty k. Wow! Like I, I don't want to shave my head. I'm not. I told you, I'm not doing it. What the fuck is under? No, you know what's interesting, Jimmy Hoffa. What's interesting is I do wear hats a lot more than I used to. So I mean, that's the workaround. Yeah, Uh, it's not really though because it is weird to wear a hat when the sides of the hat are like
1: nothing there. It looks really
2: weird. Good point. You'd almost have to wear a toque. Yeah, Mm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and an eyebrow. That's much much more affordable. You know, I think I could be talked into a fun bet, five hundred bucks. Oh my! Okay, am I crazy? I think it's
1: the reverse. I think it's I the, think the reverse. An eyebrow well. has to be way more expensive because that takes way me. longer to grow back, and you look crazy. You look, and you, can't how long cover does it, it
3: take up. to grow back? It way longer than you think. Oh, okay. Way longer. Oh, that's not good. We shaved uh, a guy's eyebrow while he was passed out one time, and it, it was one of the biggest regrets. I didn't actually oh, do that's it. That's brutal. I was a bystander, and mm-hmm. I was completely neutral i didn't uh, try the banality that. of
1: evil jd i know i know it,
3: it was one of my greatest re- regrets because this guy he looked ridiculous <laughs> for <laughs> weeks like weeks and weeks did
2: I, he take off the second
3: one no he left uh, he left uh, the other honestly one. that's the move right I You take off the, the second move. one you
1: paint them on i
3: i don't think so because while the day one he woke up he was like oh god damn it and he tried to... He, you know, Not again. You literally, like, Sharpie almost, like, tried to, uh, to, to draw it back on, and it was just... It looked ridiculous. I mean, maybe if you had, like, a makeup artist in your life who yeah. you could visit every day, but... I don't know. Well, it was just, it turned good. out that it was just like one side of them looked normal and the other side looked like uh, Bob Geldof in the wall. What a reference. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it, people look kind of weird. Yes. You know, so especially when you're used to looking at them with eyebrows. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: So you think it would cost a lot more?
3: i, I shaved shave my he- head in a heartbeat. I'm half bald anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So yeah, well, My beard is another thing. Oh, I think it's that's around that's your identity. It's around 10k for that. Wow, I would
1: say. <laughs> I, I just Google it by the way. Three to four months. Whoa, yeah, eyebrow. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a deep right. bet. That's like a quarter of a year.
2: Okay, that's yeah, crazy. That's, a, that's, a, that's that bet's going too long. Yeah, wow, well, I wouldn't have thought that. I feel like my hair. I don't know. I have bushy eyebrows, so yeah, and maybe I would. I'm not doing it. Uh,
1: <laughs> pr- pr- probably one of the funniest I have. Oh, sorry, the hardest I've ever laughed in the starter's office and we laughed a lot, you know, just six dudes sitting around table all day. You get a bit loopy was, um, you know, Lee Ellis when he, he would lose the pick him. You had to make him do something. And for instance, like one time we made him wear a wetsuit. And that's all he had to do. Wear a wetsuit and on a green screen, pretend he was swimming during the show. Was more cute than a punishment. He hated it. Could not stop talking about how we were, like, doing him dirty and this this jumpsuit smelled and it wasn't comfortable. Then there was another one where he had to wear, like, all right you got to eat a bite of like a fried chicken sandwich. And then you're going to spin a wheel in the next couple minutes. You might have to have a a nugget. And he freaked out. He was like, this is, I can't believe you're doing this to me. This is completely unfair. And then a third time, we were like trying to come up with something With we had done so many things to you like, almost as a joke, like someone said, oh, what about like shaving something into your head? He was like, all right. <laughs> no problem. And we were like, what? So you don't care. We could shave something into the back of your head. You won't know what it is. Yeah, I don't care. And I fell on the ground laughing because I was like, and he, he got angry. I mean, Lee would never get angry like when we were laughing you know at him But yeah. she was like what, What's so funny What's so, What do you mean What's so funny You wouldn't wear a wetsuit But you don't give a shit If we shave something Into the back of your head And you have no idea What we're shaving there What a fascinating man oh, but And then anyways, what we shaved there point. Was
2: incredible We shaved his, his face. face. It was supposed to be his face. But it yeah. was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. Uh, what do you call that, even? Uh, uh, hair arching? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. An oh, etching. Yeah, that's etching. a good word. For uh, and it.
2: it was so bad that it was so funny.
1: <laughs> and yes, yeah, it was he didn't care. Funny. He didn't seem
2: to care. He but. didn't care. He just buzzed it down, didn't he? Yeah, that, yeah, that's
1: true. That, that was a that good was, solution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 54% of people say making bets that greatly alter someone's appearance is not good. Not good. Okay, that's another close one. Very close. Yeah. Very close. I think it's one of these things that's good to see other people make a bet that relies on shaving an eyebrow, but not good to be one of those people in that bet.
2: Well, people love just uh, facial hair comedy, too. Like, I did have a beard for a while, Mm -hmm. and then was going to take it off, I think maybe for, I believe it was a funeral or something like that. I took it off, but before taking it completely off... I left the mustache. Yeah, and uh, classic gag. Classic. I gag. look like Ned Flanders. Exactly, <laughs> and I have a great bushy mustache. I can't grow a beard to save my life. I'm patchy as hell, but uh, that that little that part right there, uh, uh, below the nose, above the lip. Woo! And it was uh, people loved it. Yeah, people <laughs> just got
1: a kick out of it. Uh, you know how much money we've raised for prostate cancer because people love facial hair comedy. That's it's right. Yeah, in mean, Movember is yeah. just. We're, I mean God I feel bad saying this For the Movember people And people researching Prostate cancer But that concept Is so fucked out And it's <laughs> Sorry it's not funny When you shave a little Curly Q mustache On yourself
2: uh, anymore
1: uh. Sorry, It's not funny Right. And especially not funny now that people just have a beard and they're shaving a mustache. Yeah,
2: right. Grow yeah. a mustache. I think it used yeah. to be grow the mustache. I think it has. It's, changed. It's, I mean, we're going to
1: raise less money for prostate cancer, but we're going to be doing it the correct way. Because,
2: and that's, that's a good point because uh, me and just taking off the beard, having a pretty damn I mean, cool looking mustache still <laughs> <yeah>. looks hilarious. <laughs> but that's, that's one thing, taking it all off and then trying to grow in the mustache Like, you're going to look like a creep for a while as that thing comes in. So, yeah, it's more of a
0: punishment, I guess. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Uh, Skeets, well, as you know, not everyone's going to agree with everything you have to say, Mm -hmm. but sometimes when you believe something deeply to your core, you have to stand alone on the edge of consensus. It's time for Unpopular Opinions. Mm -hmm. These topics are from the Unpopular Opinions subreddit, but if you strongly held beliefs that most people disagree with, email them to me at isthisgoodpod at (laughs) gmail.com. So, Skeets, this is via my dog, George, who says, bringing Tupperware to restaurants should be normalized. And I read this unpopular opinion and it reminded me. I was like, I swear I've received an email to the Is This Good email account about this. So, I went back and found it. So, I'm going to read you what someone wrote to me. Okay. Hi, Matty O. Bringing your own containers for leftover food to restaurants. Is this good? I've never done this, but I know a guy who brings his own Tupperware. A lot of takeout containers are number five plastic, which some places don't recycle. You can also ensure the quality of the container since some restaurants use substandard receptacles, or they have those lids that don't fit right sometimes, and that's big trouble if you have leftover soup. On the other hand, you have to carry your own item to the restaurant, and it's one more thing to remember, but a decade ago, bringing your own bag to places seemed radical, and now many people carry totes or reusable bags. The closest I've gotten is keeping containers at my office so when there's leftover pizza or sandwiches or cake, I can bring it home. What do you guys think? Cheers. That's David in New Jersey. So I would say this is an actual unpopular opinion because I would say you would be unpopular in your group of friends (laughs) if at the end of the meal you pulled out the Tupperware.
2: But I think there's something to this. I I agree. I agree. There is something to it. Um, But... My biggest issue with this is I don't want to carry anything on me at any time. Mm. I barely want to have my wallet on me. I barely want to have my keys on me. I don't like things. So I can't imagine going out to a restaurant... And having to bring a bunch of Tupperware, <laughs> I guess, in a bag or just under my arm and like uh, you know, asking the uh you know Mater D, can you like put this in a closet for me or something like that? I might need it at the end of the meal. We'll see how delicious. Oh, that's it a is. good idea. Restaurants <laughs> are
1: having little cubby holes for you to put your, oh, yeah. your
2: Tupperware. In. Right. It's like uh grade school or something. Uh so I just don't like the like, I get it. I like uh trying to eliminate the waste of uh, some of these that you probably can't recycle that they are putting it in when they give it to you to take home uh all for that but i just don't want to bring anything so that's why bags to the grocery store i do i do and that's a great counter but they also start charging you for bags right so that's what what, what he's saying well he didn't say that but he didn't say that but what if that if that was um common practice okay i finished my meal there's tons left can you you know wrap it up uh, box it up so I can take it. and They go, yeah, we can. It's going to cost you five dollars though. Then probably a lot more people would start showing up with Tupperware, if that was the yeah. case. and maybe we'll get there. Maybe we will. Maybe we maybe should. We but well,
1: right now, if a restaurant was charging for me to take over, take home my leftover food that would otherwise go in the garbage, I mean, I would riot on top of all the yeah. other I BS the restaurants are pulling right now. I
2: understand. I know it's a
1: very tough industry. I'm very sorry. We respect the hardworking <laughs> men and women of the restaurant community. <laughs> But especially in Los Angeles, they're doing some shady things. Mm-hmm. John and Vinny's, look it up. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what I wanted to say is, have you noticed how much they're slipping on doggy bags right now? Like, if you ask for any of your food to go, like, let's say you got a big old slice of lasagna. Mm-hmm. You want to take half of it home. They're bringing you the, the box now. Yeah, did am I crazy or that that never doing. used to happen? Yeah, like you're you're scooping the lasagna and the sauce into the thing. Mm-hmm. Did as a kid, I don't a kid, honestly, <laughs> until maybe five to ten years ago, I'd say I'd never seen that happen once, and now it happens at even nice restaurants. Which is crazy to me. It usually used to be, Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, fourteen year old me. We'll take that to the back and, and we'll bring it back. And they would bring it in a plastic bag.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well you were in Canada back then. I think that's what it is. It was a But America's known for better customer service. I know, but not in that department. Like I I remember coming down here and the asking for a box for something and then or asking them to pack it up for us and then they just like threw a box at us. Yeah,
2: they say you do it.
3: Well, they didn't. So
1: it even was just in 2013, like, when you moved to yeah. America, that's what happened. Yeah, I don't. I'm going to say 20, not before 2015. Wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, I just went to a very nice restaurant here in Atlanta yeah. uh, to celebrate Nora's birthday not too long ago. Marcel's, great place.
1: Great oh, restaurant. Shit. But see, that's not a summertime restaurant. Shouldn't have mentioned it. Off no, the top. I
2: know, I know. But uh, <laughs> they they did it. They did it for I you. I think they're one of like the few places what, remaining yeah. in the city. Now you're paying a pretty penny to eat there, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot left over and they took it all back and yeah. boxed it all up. Did the whole labeling. I mean, then you went next level.
3: Yeah. I love that. Service. The next level. Yeah. They, they almost present it, you know, you open it up and it's like, Oh my God, they put,
2: damn, I should go to this restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs>
1: I mean, I've certainly done the opposite of bringing Tupperware to restaurants, which is using the restaurants receptacles as Tupperware. You know what I'm saying? No. Like you get, you get that same lasagna. And granted, you're putting it in there yourself, but it's in that nice plastic with the clear top, black bottom clear oh, top. Oh, those ones. Yeah, right. that's yeah, yeah. nice. Right. I mean? yes, 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 I'm washing yes. that and using that oh, again totally. and again. Yes,
2: yeah. that's good point. Good point. It's, it's, a, it's a nice hack to not have to buy your own Tupperware. I think uh, what maybe your emailer was talking about, like the poor receptacle, is that, that crappy sort of styrofoam one. Uh, like that's brutal. Yeah. yeah. And you get a it's, lot it's of that. It's hard to it's find changed. styrofoam though anymore. Yeah. That's true, I guess. What? Like what like you go go get wings. What's that coming in? Mm. That's coming in like a, a it's like a next They're usually age using styrofoam a paper box that has like the um oh yeah, sealant I guess, on yeah. I guess they are. Right. Yeah, they get all leaky though if you get too much sauce and stuff. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, or like the classic Chinese takeout container, which I do miss in a sense. The graphics, that little metal mm-hmm. bar on mm-hmm. top
3: of it. Yep.
2: But those, you can't reuse those. No, no, no. 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 And those are leaking like hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's so wasteful. Um, Do you think there's like a setup where it's like, I go to the restaurant, I have leftovers, you give me some high-end Tupperware, Uh I take my meal home, and then it's like almost like a a returning like uh, pop bottles, where Mm. it's like, I get a discount if I come back, drop them off. Obviously, we just you guys will wash them or use them. Uh, maybe you sure. wash them in advance before you bring them back. Whatever, and uh, might be some there. That's smart. Gets me back in the restaurant. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's got to be glass. Got to be glass. I think if we're doing that. Oh, it have to be glass. Well, then now because then be then very... we're saying it's truly reusable. So we're talking like Pyrex or yeah. something. Holy moly! Well, we're not, we can't afford Pyrex. Jeez, well,
1: Christ! <laughs> You're not gonna be. These aren't oven safe. Oh, maybe they will be oven safe. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Um, be all right. Next unpopular opinion. This is via Spencer KR. The fact that coffee tables require the use of coasters is a major design oversight. And Spencer writes, we're talking about a table which is named after the function of supporting cups of hot liquid. There are coatings which are beautiful and affordable and impervious to the heat and moisture that coffee cups bring. I actually like coasters. I think they make a great decorative element on a table, mm-hmm. but I think that any coffee table that is ruined if someone misses the coaster is poorly designed. And for the record, yes, I respect wood. I believe that is a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference <laughs> uh, yes. to when Larry David left a ring on the coffee table, or someone did. Mm-hmm. He went around asking people if they respect wood. But this guy has gone even farther in saying, what the hell, why is it even called a coffee table if you cannot put a cup of coffee on
2: it? And I gotta say, there's he's, makes a good point. So he's saying there's like a sealant we can put on all things. No, he's saying
1: a glass coffee table, a metallic coffee table. Oh, okay.
3: So just
2: he's no saying like wood. a classic,
1: like calling. I think the most classic coffee table is a wood table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you cannot use that coffee table with a cup of coffee without an extra element. Be it coaster or saucer.
2: I mean, I have a marble coffee table. Same thing. You can't. You shouldn't put like. Like, it's and, rings on it. Well, yeah, you can. Like, co- the condensation can then ruin the marble. Hmm. Right. Maybe there is a sealant for that, though. That's why maybe probably, the that, marble's too that's porous. That's what I thought he was saying. I, I thought he was saying all coffee tables should be covered in this sealant that protects it from any sort of damage from a from water or coffee or whatever. Well. I'm
1: not sure that that's
2: possible for <laughs> wood. Well, I think wood is,
1: is too permeable.
2: Okay, well, maybe it is. I don't know. Like, I'm sitting at a table here in the Classic Factory. Shout out to our guy Wendell, uh, winner of a Survivor season, also built this table. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. There's something on this, I believe, JD. Yeah, it is. That, like, I got a, like, you know, uh, a pop can here right now. No problems. Like, there's nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So when you guys have coffee or tea on there, are you using coasters? No. No. No, oh. and, it, and it's not damaged whatsoever. So is this the type of wood? I think there's something on it. Like a lacquer of some sort, a sealant. And if that and if that is true, and we shall find out, then all coffee tables should have it.
3: Yeah. I think that you should I think what should be normalized is rings on your coffee table. Ooh,
2: weather. like, oh, weathered. Like give it a little
3: character. Yeah, like a like a baseball bat that gets weathered yeah. or you know or whatever. Something that that, that becomes that the wear and tear of it is just is a sign of its sturdiness. It's uh, it's a well loved coffee table. Mm. It's completely covered in rings, especially in the areas that you you're used to setting your coffee or your your drink, your cold drink with the condensation. Yeah. That's what I think.
2: Also, isn't it ironic that a coaster, in protecting your table in theory from a from a ring of some sort, be it water, coffee, whatever, it probably actually Uh, Results in more spilled beverages, the coaster.
3: Yes, 100%. I agree with that.
2: People don't put it on correctly. The lip. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If if the coaster is like, let's say,
1: half an inch off the in thickness, Mm -hmm. then you could get, you know, but like a bar paper coaster. Oh, but you're not having a
2: bowl. You're unlikely having a bar paper coaster in your house. I mean, unless you're 19. But
1: okay, so I want to I want to address this because someone on Reddit asked. You ask why have a table for coffee if you still need a saucer? For similar reasons that we have dinner tables, but still use plates to hold our food, and sometimes placemats to hold the plates instead of eating directly off the table. And I'm not really on Reddit, but I just want to say to this idiot He's not talking about dumping the yeah. coffee <laughs> and on his table it up. Yeah. and then slurping it up like it's some fucking tiktok video where they like make nachos on a kitchen island just by
3: spreading (laughs) all the ingredients directly onto it okay yeah yeah you mentioned saucer bring back the saucer
2: well great
1: point gd because i was thinking i'd never thought of it this way the saucer is the og coaster (laughs) totally (laughs) because the saucer was for the teacup or the Probably originally the teacup actually yeah. and later the coffee cup yeah. and then the coaster came along and was like, there's a hole in this market for a pint glass, a wine glass mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. a low ball all the a Nick and Nora all these other type of glasswares that wouldn't fit on a on a on a saucer because the saucer has that tiny little hole in the middle so it's really interesting when you think about it <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the most interesting things uh, all right Skeet, so you were talking earlier about uh, Ryan Nanny, who we had on last week yep. at Celebrity Hot Tub. And the main thrust of that show was it's summer, it's sweating. I'm sweating right now in here in mm-hmm. my uh, old apartment that I'm moving out of because the air conditioner's not on because JD will <laughs> hire someone in Los Angeles to beat me to a pulp. <laughs> yeah, if, noise. If, if, if the hum appears. Uh, so anyways, we were, I was asking him, is this a good summer activity? We covered some summer classics like flying a kite and skinny dipping and building sandcastles there's a few left over so i just want to ask you three get your opinion these are some we're going a bit deeper on these ones okay all right skipping stones on a lake is this a good summer activity
2: it's like a stretch to call that an activity you know
1: (laughs) would you call it a diversion
2: yeah and i think it's good but it's not like we're not we're not planning our day up at the lake for a, a couple hours of skipping stones it's it's you're there there's stones there's a body of water let's get to work let's see who can uh, you know get it up 10 plus if possible and I love, yeah, you, you, I, I love keeping track yeah go ahead yeah you
1: look at the daily itinerary it's like morning <laughs> shoulder stretch yeah, yeah. <laughs> afternoon search for flat rocks yeah, yeah. right and then late afternoon get to we really get to skipping yeah
2: yeah. yes yeah um but i do enjoy it for the the five to ten minutes that you do it for so Mm, i disagree what do you mean how long when you you have kids it is
3: an it's an afternoon that's an afternoon you're looking for flat rocks you're and then you're doing it for hours sometimes we've we've skipped stones for Literally hours
2: Wow. Before. Well, respect. Your, your shoulder and, and uh, <laughs> your arm, I'm sure, was a little sore. After yeah, that. a
3: little bit, but, you know, it's worth it.
2: Yeah. I do love uh, when you try and, like, compete of, like, how many skips. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of can course. I count them right? I can never no, count No, of course them you right. can't because you, know. like, see the first couple and then it gets into the do 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 and you're like, oh, that was four at the end. And you're like, you have no idea if that was four. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> this, this is how everyone counts a stone skipping. One, Two, three, four. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I think it was 10. I think it was 10 right at the end. Uh, but I, I, I do enjoy it. I, I don't, I disagree with JD that it goes for hours, but you do have children and I'm sure they can amuse themselves for a while doing it. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's, it is, it's fine. I, I often find that it's one of those things where I think I'm good at it. And then every time I do it, I am reminded, oh, I'm actually very bad at this right. only to forget and then try to impress like my young nephew, but like, we're at the lake and they seem bored. And I'm like, Hey, fella why don't you come over here and let the old timer show you how you skip a stone <laughs> and then it's just like and then i'm like go through I'm, so now what you want to do is you want to find a very flat rock <laughs> you want to kind of have it parallel to the,
2: oh fuck! <laughs> as it just sinks it's, it goes yeah. once and sinks right to the bottom
1: uh all right canoeing skeets is this a good summer activity and what's your canoeing experience if you don't mind telling
2: not us? a lot um handful of times i don't i don't love it um mm. It's cumbersome. I mean, the the canoe itself. It's a large vessel. Yes. Uh, you're generally going to probably need uh, someone to do it with, which I guess. But, uh, no, I, I don't. No. I don't like it. I, I there's so many other things I'd rather be doing on the water than canoeing. Yeah. Peaceful, yeah. sure. I mean, I get I get that yeah. obviously with no motor or anything like that. But it's a it's a lot. It feels like a lot of work. <laughs>
3: it's awkward yeah. work. Awkward too, work because yes. you're leaning over. And if you don't know what you're, you have to know what you're doing, you know, like yeah. steering a canoe is not the, it's not intuitive. It's not the most, the easiest thing right. you can just step into. Um, but uh, you got to know your side stroke, your J stroke, your J stroke. Yeah. All that stuff. What other strokes are there, man?
2: Two. There's many. Yeah. Straight stroke.
3: Yeah. sweep back stroke. stroke, back stroke, back Did you back take stroke. like
2: canoe lessons or uh, was this at camp or something? <laughs>
1: Nah, you- well, we'd have to go, but, but JD's right. Like, that was my problem. I, I could never figure out how to keep the goddamn boat straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they would always shove me in the front. But the front is where, you know, you want the brute force to come in. Because right. you just, you're
3: just <laughs> chugging in
1: that yeah. thing, right? Yeah. In the back is a sort of more skilled labor, right? Yeah. You're steering. Mm-hmm. So, I was in the front, but I don't, I'm i not a front guy. Like, <laughs> right. JD has the, the arm width to be a front guy.
3: Right, right. Yeah, I don't mind being in the front, and you know, you you stick to one side and you set the pace, and when you're in the front as well, which I like. You know.
1: Yeah, but but don't you find that there's always one side that feels more natural to you?
2: Oh yeah, totally
1: yeah. yeah. And then you're so that just that arm is getting blown out, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: You are reminding um, me that uh, I mean I was thinking of canoeing as just like two people, you know, maybe whatever to four, like a, like your classic canoe. Yeah. Um, but I was a part in high school of the regatta team. Okay. Because we had uh, we had a river in Stratford, and uh, every you know I guess it would have been sort of spring, sort of summer uh, at the end of the school year, there would be like a regatta. Um, race mm-hmm. battle whatever and it was like a big deal like there were like professionals and then anyway schools would get involved in like uh particular teams within the schools would put together squads and you would practice like we'd be out on the lake or river excuse me like mornings uh in weeks building up to it and we we had a bunch of shitheads in our boat and uh we would always fall in like it was becoming our thing like right. <laughs> no, none of the like, um, professional, like, uh, sort of coaches or whatever wanted to get in ours. Cause they're like, oh, we're just going to get dunked in. Cause someone, one of these jerks is going to push each other and the whole thing is going to topple. So it happened a couple times. Anyway, we get to the race day and they were like, I remember them adamantly be saying like, adamantly saying to us, like, don't mess around. This is serious. Like, you know, race, like really race, like try yeah. your best. Like you guys aren't probably going to win whatever. And like, yeah, we're like, yeah, whatever. We got in our boat, and we were supposed to then paddle to the start. Obviously, we have the race. I want to say within ten feet <laughs> from leaving the shore at uh, Tom Patterson Island, somebody started pushing, and like they were like the person was screaming, like "No, don't, don't!" <laughs> sure enough, the whole thing goes toppling. There was like twenty people. So this is a like canoe, like yeah, like a long like a giant war canoe. Yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, I
1: thought you were describing like a row, like a. Like a Winklevoss twins on the no, Charles no. River I'm talking county. like like
2: a canoe, yeah. but like ten people oh, like on a each dragon side. boat. Sometimes. Yeah, dragon boat. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yes. and uh, dragon boat races. Exactly. So we called it regatta. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's oh, regatta. Okay. I think yeah. the regatta is the general like
1: tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: And uh, yeah. Anyway, we go toppling, and they were they were furious <laughs> with us. Like, but it looked hilarious because we had just gotten in the boat, and these like <laughs> you know everybody had been training for weeks. Uh, and so we never ended up racing. We just got out and wow. dragged our boat back out, and they're like, "You're done. Get out of here." And they're like, oh, so "You're done, kids." <laughs> yeah. There's actually, uh, I'll have to find the photo. Maybe you've seen it. There's a photo I'm like with my buddy Grish, Dob, Curon, and Brody, and we're like standing in front of like, um, like a jumping castle, like a blow up castle for kids or whatever, like those, yeah, yeah inflatable. But we're all soaked because we've been in the water <laughs> and we were just like we're set up like a boy band. Have you seen this photo? I think I I, Oh, here. I know. I've I know. Yeah, it's like I one of I my see. favorite photos of all time. Like somebody snapped it in high school like on their old like digital camera or whatever. So it was right after the It's right broke, after we had yeah. fallen in cuz we're all like just drenched and we look like this weird like either rock band or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, canoeing down on uh- it. Well, to defend
1: canoeing, I'll say the one thing that's good about it is it's fun to say portage. That is. Yes. And that is the picking up of the canoe and Yeah, and <laughs> that's walking. the carrying of the canoe. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, "Oh, yes, there is still water there, but we cannot paddle it." So we will paddle it to shore and then pick it up over our heads.
2: And that's why portage, I'm like so right, much more team kayak than Right. Oh, kayaks taken over the canoe, I. Think. Yeah, I mean, totally. it makes sense. It's just You only need one person? Yeah, it's just lighter. Yeah.
3: It's more maneuverable. Yep. It's more fun.
2: It's more fun. Yeah.
1: There's more ocean kayaking. You don't really see canoes in an ocean very much, I no. don't think. No. They're no, too
3: no. tippy.
2: Yeah.
1: Be careful in the ocean now, man. We got, the orcas are upset. <laughs> yeah. There's an otter in San Francisco that's biting people's surfboards. Really? Wow. Every third reel I see is like an o like a drone shot of a like a shore and there's people just splishing and splashing around in the water and you see a shark like come and swim right between them and they never even know.
2: Oh uh, yeah, I saw the Undertaker uh, is fighting a shark yeah. oh, in yeah, uh, WrestleMania 45 coming up. <laughs> Did you see that clip, Matt? No, I don't understand. <laughs> Undertaker and his wife are at uh, some beach and. A shark appears in shallow water, and the Undertaker, I guess, just stares at.
3: him. Yeah, staring at him, <laughs> staring at staring down a shark. And it's, it's what Wait, do you it mean? It? Who's filming it?
2: Uh, uh, the the
3: wife. The wife. Yeah, and she's in it. She's just like uh, a selfie.
2: Did you think I was gonna say Paul Bearer was uh, filming it? Get <laughs> <laughs> <The game>? <laughs> shark.
1: These are my top five (laughs) favorite parks. Mako number
2: five. Paul Bear on Shark Week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, third summer activity I have to ask you about Skeets. Disc golf. Is this a good summer activity? I can't answer this. I've never done it. Same. Um, Oh my god, you seem like a person that would have played. Ten rounds already. <laughs> you look like you just
2: walked off the disc golf do, the I do appear range. to have a disc golf vibe going on right now. Um, what's uh, what's semi-interesting is in a park right by our house, I would say in the last year, they installed a, a disc golf course. Oh. It was so confusing at first because I, I didn't see the disc golf like um, – the I don't know what you call them, or, holes, but yeah. they're above ground. The nets? Yeah, yeah. Maybe nets. Yeah, they're,
1: they're a bit of an eyesore, I will say. They're yeah. a metal pole with metal sort of fancy meshing. Right right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, or chain meshing. Chain mesh. yeah. And I didn't really see them. And I just remember like one day, because I would always walk Luna there, and I continue to. And... I just remember seeing, like, so many, like, people with with Frisbees. I'm like, wow. (laughs) some people are into Frisbee. (laughs) Like, uh, and then, obviously, you start seeing these nets. Um, So, it's, like, set up. I don't mind it, though. It's made this park, which was, uh, let's be honest, pretty run down and pretty scary at times. made it a lot more livelier and it even feels like because there's just people now on it. So, I I don't, I like that part of it.
1: Um, (laughs) So, they were literally like... If we want to get more white people out here, we have to. Uh, I think that's what they did. This golf course. I
2: think that's exactly what they did. And it was, uh, I mean, there's also basketball courts and there's like a, you know, children's playground area. And it's like, it's getting better, but I got no issues with it. So I see them all the time. Like I go down there. I walk. So I do feel guilty at times. Like I'm sort of walking through their course. Hmm. Like some of, but you know, I'm like. But it's public. It's public. Yeah. And uh, I've got Luna. So it's like, I'm going through here. Like they don't care. They, 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 no one's cared because I feel a lot of people that play disc golf they take their dogs with them.
3: Really? Yeah. Well, you'd think that dogs would chase the frisbee. That's a
2: well classic. These are good. It's dogs. a smaller frisbee, story. JD, in disc golf. Okay, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, much, it's much much smaller, and they have a bunch of them. I don't know if they almost have like as if they were using like different, you know, irons and woods like you were golfing. Like I think some of them are like this is the one you use off the tee. This oh, is the like, one you use short. My, pass me my eight
1: gram. Interesting. I think so. Wow. Yeah. I don't think so. I, th- I think it is an official one. Really? Frisbee. Oh, yeah, I, th- I do think so. Oh, okay. Huh.
2: Um, I have disc golfed once before. I just remembered Thody's bachelor trip in beautiful uh, British Columbia. We were on an island. Yeah. It was the most incredible course of all time. Like in this wooden island. I mean, we were, i don't even know where we were. Was maybe Salt Spring Island or something like that. Um, it was gorgeous. It was fun. It was like a bunch of people that never played before. Right. So it was sort of like. You know, pretty fair. But that was the only time I ever played.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'd feel like I'd be excruciatingly bad at it. Like I uh, suck at a frisbee. Oh well. Yeah. You know, you have
1: to be already really good at frisbee. Yeah. (laughs) You're not. You're not. You're not
3: good at frisbee. Uh, not really. Why would we be good at frisbee? We're not
1: dorks. (laughs) I mean, I can throw a frisbee though. Yeah. Can
2: you throw it forehand? Yeah, I can do both. Can you throw a hammer? Yeah. That's easy. Yeah, you're a like dork. Like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I hammer over top. <laughs> now spins. Spin, can you skip it sometimes?
1: Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Wh- what happened to froth is what I want to know. Isn't that disc golf? That's what it is. Golf?
2: That's disc golf. I know, but you, no one calls it froth. Well, you because want to
1: talk about dorky? I mean, sounds stupid. You want to go Yeah, but the kind of people that play disc golf are the kind <laughs> of people that would call it froth. <laughs> and by the way, I'm not even coming for ultimate frisbee players. That's fine in my book. It's also a little bit dorky, but at least that's cool. You're running, you're throwing, you're making passes, you're competing. Mm. Well, I guess you're competing in disc golf, but yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. I think
2: it looks I'm going to try it. It's fine. You like well, find
1: me on the froth course this summer?
3: You like walking in the park? That's basically that's,
2: that's what That's all you're they doing. do.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't like walking in the woods trying to find the fucking Frisbee. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, you must be really bad at throwing
3: it then. Oh well, I'm shanking it. I'm shanking yeah. it. I think your problem is there's just not enough gear to purchase for <laughs> Yeah, that's for true. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> the, it's the, the
2: disc and that's it. Well, according to Skeets, I have like a caddy size Well, they, bag that's the thing. They, they, all, they all walk around with like knapsacks with a bunch of... Uh, discs in them. I'm telling oh, you, man. Fascinating. I know. I don't. Maybe they're all the same, or maybe they're just trying different ones. You I might, don't know. But yeah. they're always swapping them in and out. So there's I something can, going on. I wonder if it's like
3: you know a, a par five. You you'd get you would, but you would have to use the same disc the whole time. Why? Why? I
2: throw the one. It yeah. lands, and then I walk up to it, and like golf, I take out a different. Club yeah, and use it. That's what I no, thought was going I'm on.
1: I'm telling you it's the same. I'll, I'll okay. Google it, but I think it's more like when someone comes to the court to play tennis, like a professional person, they have like five rackets, but it's all
2: the same racket. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, why are they switching then? I don't get that part. Maybe they get dirty or something? I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't even know I... what to Google. Are there different <laughs> kinds of discs in disc golf? I am going to ask the next disc golfer I see down at my local park, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this, yeah. and I'm going to get in. I'm going to play around with these guys. All right. Well, I won't be joining you.
4: And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? (laughs) You mean airplanes? Stream Direct TV without a satellite dish. Call one 800 Terms and restrictions apply.
2: Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub an official partner of The Athletic.
1: There's only one thing left to do, Skeets, and that's play. Subjective trivia. Ah, yes, subjective trivia. It's just like regular trivia, except only I know the answer. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know that I'm in the process of moving. It's uh, been a very long process, longer than the average move because of various uh, issues. Not going to get into it all again. <laughs> uh, but my question for you, Skeets, is what is the worst part about moving? Oh. And I will preface this by saying this is a a paid move. So in other words, I'm 41 years old. I don't know three people that can take off work. And I can give pizza to in exchange for giving them a <laughs> crippling back injury. Yeah, okay? okay, So I'm hiring people to do this. But okay. uh, JD, if you could please put up the slide. Here are your options for the worst part about moving. Five options. The pre-pack. So this is like buying boxes, buying uh, paper, bubble wrap, mm-hmm. tape, supplies, anything like that. Calling. I said that weird culling, which is like throwing things away, gathering things to donate, putting them in your trunk to take to Goodwill, forgetting they're there for six months. Packing, of course, packing. We all know what that is. That's boxing things up. That's taping the boxes, preparing the boxes, labeling. Then we got logistics. That's hiring people, booking the elevator, figuring out the parking. And then, of course, unpacking. So your stuff is in your new place, and this is taking the stuff out of the box and putting it where it's going to be going. So five options there, Skeets. Pre-pack, culling, packing, logistics, or unpacking. What do you think is the worst part of moving? I have my answer written right here. And as always, you are trying to match up with my answer. And uh, as always, feel free to discuss with JD. Yeah,
2: this is a tough one, JD. Yeah. I'm not sure how he feels about the unpacking. To me best part Matty i I'm not I'm not so sure right right is that weird because like I love it because it's like you know you're starting new like oh yeah
3: yeah oh this but there are people uh, still have boxes that have been on, that are still packed
2: yeah but that's like like how are you when you come home from a trip does your suitcase sit there for days or is it like <laughs> unpacked within 10 minutes of you? me walking
3: the door? I'm unpacked immediately.
2: so do I so do I so but, I'm saying those boxes are not going to remain unpacked, unless they're, like, right. classic, like, put in the attic or put in the crawl space, like yeah. they're, like, uh, Christmas decorations yeah, or
3: something. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: so just start, you're saying unpacking is the best part of it.
2: Maybe. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay I don't think logistics is going to be the worst. I know we're looking yeah. for the worst here, right? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when you started saying the whole elevator and the parking, or the parking, yeah, like, I started, like, Clamming up a little bit because that does give me some anxiety. But yeah. you said you're hiring someone, so it's like that's sort of part of their job in a way. I know you got to play, like you got to work with them, but it's their job to book the elevator. No, but you know what I mean. Like they're gonna figure it out.
3: You book it, but they deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: Um,
3: I think you
1: deal with it. If your building's like, oh, you booked the elevator, but then we didn't know you meant the f- or like the freight elevator no, is the right. one you have to you're use, right. and that's yeah, the one you have to book, and it's being used by this person from ten to twelve, and that's the hours that you have your booking. All right, is just he tipping saying, his just, hand here a little yeah. just No, he
2: might be tipping. I, I don't think so, though. I, I see. Okay, what's your worst, JD? To me, it's packing.
3: Packing for me. Packing. It's not even close.
2: It's the one you're going to put off the longest. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the getting rid of shit. I mean, I live Fucking for that. Culling. Let's cull away, baby. I've yes. never even heard of that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's probably a way better word. For that. Uh, purging, maybe? Purging. Yeah, purging, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it's packing.
3: I think it's packing, too. I feel like Matt would be the same. Like, the, I, like the rest of this stuff is... The fun part of moving.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, we're gonna go pack. We're going pack. Is the worst part of moving is packing. <sighs> Wish I could be as naive as you guys. <laughs> the worst part of moving is logistics. Oh, he did tip his hand.
2: Oh, what? This guy's lived in too go, many. Go back uh, to my
1: single JD. I'd like to rip this uh, <laughs> <Logistics>. Letterman style <laughs>
2: logistics. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you why. Why? The logistics are the part that you have the least control over. And therefore, it is the most stressful. If you know you're moving, you could take all the time you want to pack. Maybe you put it off, but you know that as long as you are there in your apartment, that's all you need. And if you've done the prepack correctly, you have the boxes, that part's fine. You can be listening to a podcast. Maybe someone's listening to this podcast right now and moving, Mm -hmm. totally fine. Mm -hmm. Researching people to hire, dealing with these movers—usually ornery people. <laughs> usually, they're always complaining about something that you didn't tell them. Like, oh, there, there's a like a door here. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's an apartment, man.
3: <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're complaining about the corner in the hallways is too big for the couch. Booking the elevator—you didn't book it far enough in advance—and now they're telling you that the elevator's full, that one or sucks. they have a delivery that day. Then you got to talk about the elevator in your new place. Or maybe your new place has stairs, and now they're complaining about the stairs. Where can they park the truck? Now you didn't get the right parking permit for the truck, and now people are honking. And then it, that part is just the most stressful part to me. And that is the part that I'm about to deal with on Friday. Uh,
2: mm. But you could get lucky. I I have had fantastic uh, moving people experiences. Same. Like, you can. You get the right people. <clears throat> Then you're like this. Then you're definitely like, well, I'm never doing it myself ever again, for sure. And this was good. And they handled it all. And they were like, I saw a guy, you know where I used to live in Atlanta, third Mm -hmm. story, no elevator, Mm -hmm. but, you know, quite high, big loft sort of apartment. These guys were picking up my couch, one man, (laughs) and walking it down these three (laughs) flights of stairs. It was couldn't believe it it's
3: very emasculating it
2: was incredible uh,
3: (laughs) asterix and obelisk
2: stuff it was it was and and i'm like you know i'm doing the do you need help and he's like no it's actually easier this is easier than two guys doing it yeah and then they got it balanced
3: on his shoulder and they've got the strap like some guys use the strap and they just they it's like just exercises in physics you know? know like they they just know what they're doing it's amazing
2: and i say this i'm an excellent mover. I believe. I put it on my resume. I've moved a lot of my friends before. I'm a great mover. You're right. Angles. Yes. Uh, obviously, speed. I don't. Fatigue is not an issue. We let's go. <laughs> don't worry about pizza. Don't worry about beer. We're gonna celebrate after. We're gonna get this done. But yeah, then there's these next level pros. Oh. I'm an amateur compared to them. That's amazing. So you want to fly down and move my shit? How much pizza are we talking?
1: <laughs> if you if you fly over here to move my shit. I'll shave my
2: left eyebrow. Oh, yeah, what a bet that is. <laughs> so it's actually uh, going to cost me money, though. I got to fly there. I wonder if I can get the three points.
3: months of a mat with one <laughs> eyebrow. That'd be cool. <laughs>
2: but I got to help him move. That's,
3: there is that. There yeah. is that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Skisi, thanks for
1: kicking off the summer of Dunks. Anything you want to direct people to?
2: No, uh, you know, we got the No Dunks content still coming. It slows down a little bit, obviously, uh, in the summer. But uh, make sure you subscribe to No Dunks uh, on YouTube, wherever you download and listen to podcasts. I encourage you to do the same with this. This Good. And, uh, yeah, we'll have some, like, fun, you know, sort of like, well, you know, we just did a squad episode. We'll prob- probably have more of those, some beach step in, just some more sillier um. NBA-ish content on No Dogs.
1: Okay, and this is silly non-NBA content.
2: Well, some of it, yeah. It's always like uh, a tiny bit NBA-adjacent, yeah. but yeah. Nobody okay. cares.
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here again. Uh, remember to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash isthisgood. Sign up for the free trial at the Great or Goat category if you want to come to this week's livestream hangout, or in the Good category if you want to listen to last week's uh, The Great Beyond, which was a great show where... You can hear the genesis of some of the things we talked about on this show. If you have topics, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD. Thanks to Skeets for coming on. Thanks in advance for leaving a five-star review. For everyone, I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. See you next week.